Welcome back to episode 54 of the At The Minute podcast. Today, we have on Hot Take Hale himself from our brother podcast, Hot Take Hoops. And then we also have back on Aaron Smith. And we are talking GOAT college QBs. We do a snake draft, and then we're going to seed them all and put out a big March Madness-style bracket trying to figure out who the GOAT college QB is. Peter will give the details in a second here when we get into it. And then after we finish up with the snake draft, we talk Oklahoma athletes. We give our top three Oklahoma State athletes of all time. Then we also talk some Oklahoma Sooners. It's a great episode. It was a fun one to record, so please give it a listen. Hit us with that five-star review. Thank you very much. Okay, on the line with me today, we got a foursome, baby. We're playing a scramble, two carts. We got Hot Take Hail. We got Ace Smitty back on the show. And of course, Jackson Stover, as always. Let's check in with everybody. How we doing, fellas? Doing great, man. It's good to be back podcasting again. Hot Take Hoops had a little uh, had a little pause in action. <laughs> I mean, not a lot of NBA to cover right now, unfortunately. No, not really. Not really. Hey, Smoochie, second time on the show. What's good, brother? Hey, happy to be back. Um, Doing well. Doing my part to flatten the curve. Uh, (laughs) Let's get this thing under control and let's get ball rolling again. What do you say? Yes, sir. I'm good with that. Amen. 100%. Well... Last time you were on, you gave us the keys to the game for Bedlam. <laughs> that did not turn out well for any of us, as we are all Oklahoma State fans. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, you know it's tough to to win against a good, solid team if you uh, with a backup quarterback and you're missing your uh, your All American wide receiver. So it's tough. But hey, it is what it is. We got a good team rolling in this this next year, and um, as long as football happens. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Did well, you see the way too early top twenty-five? I think they have us at twelve. Really? They had us I, in there. Like, I, 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 that was just the last one I've seen. I think I it was saw, ESPN. I saw them kind of all over the place. I've seen it like yeah, high as twelve. I've seen them at like eighteen. It's just kind of like I saw them at ten a while ago, there. and that made me a little questionable. But I'm all, I'm always down for the for the the top like. 20 just because i think we play better as the underdog but hey we always seem to have a rare loss and little blemish on our record and we sneak into the top 10 that's usually how it goes yep but yeah that's oklahoma state football so if i could have it my way it would be like the fiesta bowl season no expectations really and just kind of climb up all the way in there till the end you know yeah minus that iowa state game Yep, all the way till the end. So, all right, that's enough PTSD for one episode. Let's get on to what we're here to cover today. Yes, today we are going to draft the top 16 college football quarterbacks of our lifetime. We cut this off at the year 2000 because none of us, you know, our brain doesn't work that well. We can't remember what happened before then. But we're going to do it in this order. Aaron, Jackson, Hot Take Hale, and then myself. We're going to snake it. And after we compile these results, we're going to put out a bracket on, on the Twitters for all you guys to vote. The order that these guys are picked will be their seating. It'll go 1 verse 16, 2 verse 15. Y'all know the drill. And we will figure out who the ultimate college football quarterback is. 
Am I missing anything else, Jackson? I do not believe so. Let's get into it. All right. Without further ado, Aaron, you are on the clock. Yes, sir. Let's hear it. So when, when compiling this list, um, just trying to off off the dome pick um, as many guys as I could think of and go through it. But there's one guy that stands out. Uh oh. That wasn't a big fan of at the time, but you know, people oh. hate greatness. One of two um, people here. It's either Tebow or Johnny. And I'm going to go with Tim Timothy Tebow. Oh, that was my guy. That was I mean, my guy. I mean, Well-deserving of it. He's arguably probably the most decorated college football quarterback of all time. He's a two-time national champion. Uh, he's three-time Heisman finalist, Heisman Trophy winner, um, and two-time SEC Player of the Year. I mean, the, the list goes on. It's hard for him not to be picked number one. Like I said, wasn't a huge fan of him at the time, but looking back on him, dude, dude is an absolute stud. So with the first pick with Team Smith, I pick Timothy Tebow. Love it. I respect it. That that's exactly where I was gonna go. He was number one on top of my list, and it wasn't even that close. Really, it's hard not to pick him. I, there was the, I have a, I had like a list of four guys who I would would consider picking number one, but. I did too. Number one, number one's hard. I had yeah, Tebow as well. His rap sheet's just too ridiculous not to pick him. Yeah, I definitely agree. And the fact that it was against OU too, and all the hype around OU, you know, being in Oklahoma, especially being OSU guys, I had a little extra respect for Tim Tebow with what he did to those OU teams. <laughs> he's just a winner, man. He he's he is a winner. A winner. And love him or hate him, you have to respect him. That's the thing. Absolutely. You can dislike the guy as much as you want, but you got to tip your cap and say. He was a hell of an athlete, and what he did at Florida was special. So definitely agree with that pick. On to number two here. So Tebow was obviously who I was going to go with if he was there, and y'all left him for me. I got to do it. Give me Johnny Football. I'll take Johnny Football wow. as number two. He's got to be in your top four. Johnny man. off the board. He's not in my top man. four. He's not, He's even not in your top, top four. five. Wow. I had him, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. So I had him at seven. I have him at seven as well. I haven't. Hey, it's not a bad pick. I guess I jumped the gun here. I was between Johnny and Vince Young and maybe a little recency bias in there, but I went with Johnny. I think if he had a national championship, it would definitely support my pick a little bit more. But that Heisman season and the win against Bama and just a couple of those big games, the dude just did crazy stuff. I mean, Money Manziel, he will forever be remembered. My number two pick. I'm going to rock with it. I like it. I love Johnny football. Um, but for me, I guess I'll go ahead and go with my first number one pick, and that is Deshaun Watson. Damn. Okay. okay. For, for me to get in the top pick. five, for me to be in the top five, you got to have a chip. Like, you know, Wat- okay. Watson, I respect that. Watson brought it all to the table. He really put like put Clemson back on the map. You know, Clemson was all, always relevant, but they weren't. It, they, they not, weren't not relevant five. like they are now. Blue yeah. chip. They were no powerhouse. Yeah, and I mean the dude th- threw for ten thousand yard, over ten thousand yards in his career. Ninety touchdowns, rushed for almost two thousand and twenty six on the ground. Three years at Clemson, took him to back to back titles, and then made Nick Saban look silly. Uh, and then obviously had the game winning touchdown, which just defined his legacy. And obviously he's taken that over into the pros. My pick was Deshaun Watson. Jack, I respect I'm a little, it. I'm a little mad at you. One, because that's my favorite player in the NFL. And two, 
that's my guy. God dang it. That was going to be my, <laughs> my number seven, two pick. So tip of the hat to you, Jack, but I'm a little pissed at you. Dude, he's cold, man. You got you to gotta love Deshaun. Got to. He's uh, nasty. Quick pause here. How do we feel about that uh, Hopkins trade? What, what are we thinking about Deshaun's uh, stock now? Is he going to take a big hit or is he going to be fine? He needs to uh, get out. I'm starting to think where he's going to go after this. Yeah, he yeah. needs to get out. <laughs> yeah, well, he's that. definitely thinking about that. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. He's, he's already tweeting good. lyrics about his next move. Deshaun to the Patriots? Is that no, where we're going with this? No, no? he's tweet- oh, okay. he tweeting some song lyrics like right after the trade. I forget what it was, but it caused a bit of a stir. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I would be very irritated too. Okay. I'd be pissed. Absolutely. Bill O'Brien's a dingus, but back to the draft here. Peter, does that put you on the clock with the number four pick? Yes, it does. Oh, and you're doubling up here, right? Back to back? Oh, crap. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But even if Watson went to New England, Belichick would probably get rid of his weapons just like O'Brien. But that's another conversation. If you put him in that system, you can get rid of all of his weapons and he's still going to go get a few rings. But another conversation for another time, definitely. All right. All right. Number four. I'm kind of with you, Jack. I think a natty carries a lot of weight in this conversation. I mean, we're talking about the best quarterbacks. While I like the Manziel pick because he's like the college football version of Zion, he, he was must-watch TV when he was playing. You know, he didn't have that actual success I, I, in the wins I guess and I'll give it to you. I guess I'll give it to you. He was very polarizing. He had everyone talking. So in that sense, yeah. Yeah, but that being said, I am going counter to what my argument just was. I'm going with Case Keenum. Oh, I think that's a little early for Case, but he was yeah, a legend. I, I had him deeper than that. I'm going to have to find him to cross him off my list. He's about a third picks. rounder for me. Total I got, legend, two, picks. I I got two picks here. Case, 155 career passing touchdowns. Next best was Kellen Moore at 142. Next best big name power five guy, Baker Mayfield and Landry Jones. Down there at 131 and 123. Well, this guy Landry did, Jones better not be on any of y'all's list. I'm just gonna say that now. <laughs> if one of you name drops Landry Jones, I'm done. I mean, he's on. He, he's one of the oh, 64. No. The one of the 64 best quarterbacks uh, in the last 20 years. Yeah, Landry's on the list. Statistically, yes, for sure. We'll we'll, 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 get, we'll get there later, guys. Okay, okay. No, I'm taking Keenum. All-time leader in career passing yards and passing touchdowns in college. Easy pick. He's going to take Baker's job next year. Ooh, Whoa. that's a hot take. Did that's the Browns bring him in? Yeah. Yeah. They signed him to a pretty good-sized deal for a backup, too. I think he's getting 6 or $7 million a year. Baker, baby. Well, Stefanski was the offensive coordinator when Keenum was in Minnesota, so should yep. be an easy transition for him. But okay, that would be amazing to watch. So that rounds out the one seeds. Yeah, that runs out the one seeds. I can't believe you went Case Keenum there. I mean, I know he holds all the NCAA (laughs) records and we got to see firsthand him beat OSU and how good he was. But man, Case Keenum. All right, Peter. Hey, I respect it. I respect it. it. All right. This is another bit, another bit of a curveball right here at number five. Uh Oh, this guy had some recent success. He may be the unanimous unanimous number one pick in the upcoming virtual NFL draft, Joe Burrow. All right. Number five. He was five five on my list, too. I had to do it here, man. What he did this last season 
might have been the best season I've ever seen from a quarterback in the college ranks. 60 passing touchdowns, undefeated record. The spread on their wins was unbelievable. They never really had a close game. What they did in the national championship, what they did to OU. Sorry, everybody. It's just, I've never seen anything like it, and I can't wait to see what he does at the next level. So, Joe Burrow, number five. I like it. You don't think he's a douche, though? He's definitely a douche. (laughs) But you got to be. Peter kind of hates Joe Burrow. He can sling (laughs) it. I love Joe Burrow. No, the thing about Burrow is I had him in my top 10, but in the back half, the only thing that, like, I mean, he just had, like, one incredible season, and I'm looking at a lot of guys. That, right, like, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I'm taking that career. Well. Don't get anything wrong. Joe Burrow, dude, is, like, I'm not kidding. I even, I think I even tweeted about it. It was like, is this dude the best college quarterback I've ever seen? One of them, for sure. Um, Single season, yes, down. I think like, so. In, incredible. Yeah, incredible. without a doubt. No, he, he, he literally just looked like I, – I, I thought I was watching Aaron Rodgers play against college teams this whole year, but – uh, I'm taking into account the longevity of your success. And, you know, that's nothing against him because he just didn't get the opportunity. But I got a few right. guys ahead of Burrow, but I love the pick. Not Thank you. I agree. I think about the five to 10 range is right where to put him. Because, like y'all said with Manziel, you know, not having a natty, you got to take that into account. Just having one year of success, you got to factor that in a little bit. But I think that's about the right spot for him, five to 10. So I like the pick. Does that leave me up next? Do I get that this? leaves you up. Number six pick, hot take hail. All right. We're going to go with a guy who was a Heisman Trophy winner, a national Don't take champion. my guy. Don't take my guy. You're about to do NFL it. MVP, which that doesn't even go into it. Count, it. But it's Cam Newton. Dang uh, it. You know, I, I, I was always kind of a Cam hater whenever I was a um, – I, 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 I look back and I think I matured as a sports fan because I used Were to. Were you buy a Scam him. Newton guy? I was Scam a Scam Newton guy. I hated him. And, me too. And me that too. was me buying into the media hype. Like, dude, everybody deserves a second chance. If I hadn't gotten a second chance in life, I'm not sitting here having a podcast with you guys, man. Uh, Cam Fair Newton enough. in his single season at Auburn. I mean, so that kind of goes against my argument. You know, he went from Florida <laughs> to Auburn and you know JUCO yeah. in there, but. That season that he had at Auburn was just unreal. He, you know, his career stats, he's sitting at, he's only, he only threw for 3,000 yards, uh, 1,400 rushing yards, 30 touchdowns, and 24 rushing touchdowns. But I mean, let's be real, that the bulk of that is in one season. And the the dude put Auburn on his back and marched them to a championship through Alabama and through everybody else that they played. And Cam Newton's got to be on the list. Yeah, I agree. And I think doing it in the SEC, gives you just a little bit extra oomph on your season. You know, like if you do that in the Big 12, everyone's going to say, ah, you're in the Big 12, you know, you're not really playing any defenses. But we know Johnny Manziel, Cam Newton, Joe Burrow, they do that stuff in the SEC. That's got to factor in too. I mean, I think that has to add to your legacy just a little bit. Right. All right, does that leave me on the clock at number seven here? Go for it. Fire away. All right, y'all left him for me. I know he doesn't have the numbers that Cam Newton and some of those modern-day quarterbacks have, but give me Vince Young. They re-aired that Texas National Championship win the other night, and just the fact that he did it on the biggest stage, that moment, you know, the run to the right corner of the end zone, that was just legendary. That USC team was so damn good with Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart. I don't think anybody really thought Texas was actually going to win that game, and I got to take Vince Young here. 
I know I know we're all Big Twelve people, so y'all can respect that. No, I I agree. Uh, I that's where I had Young. Yeah, I had, be. I had him at number three on mine for sure. Ooh, okay, Adam at four. So we're all kind of same ballpark ish. That's got to be one of the most memorable title games. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, best college football game of all time. Yeah, yeah. It's the most sure. memorable title game of my lifetime. You want to hear something gross that I don't really ever admit, but I'm going to go ahead and lay it out. I fell asleep during that game. <laughs> no. Yeah. I fell asleep during the Bama Natty when they put two in oh. at halftime, and I won money from Peter when I woke up at halftime. And hey. Bama, but that was the only one of that. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, was a, I was a kid for the Vince Young game, so you know my dad woke me up. He's like, hey, Texas won. And I was like, oh, cool, Dad. And then I saw the highlights the next day, and I was like, <laughs> what I just missed. Dude, I remember that game. We were still at Lee then, right, Joe? Yeah, we were, like, we that would have been yeah. elementary school. Grade. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I was in... Oh, Aaron, you were at Lee too, weren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay, I was in second or third grade then, and I remember it was past my bedtime, and I was begging my parents. I was like, please just let me stay up. And they were watching it too, so they were like, okay, sure, you can stay up. And I remember sprinting down the stairs when Vince Young got that touchdown and running in their room. I was like, oh my god like that was the craziest thing i'd ever seen like that was one of the games that really got me just so much deeper into sports yeah without a doubt all you guys went to lee yeah baby gang gang i thought both of you guys were elliot kids nah lee leopard until until we die yes sir Nothing yeah, on the Carnegie, the Carnegie hot air balloons, baby. <laughs> Did you really just say that? Whack. That was our mascot. It was literally a hot air balloon. Rise up to That's excellence. your own problem. That is your own problem. <laughs> you, y'all were the generals? We were the Rebels. generals. We we had Leopards. everything in there, honestly. Leopards, yeah, we we <laughs> had a lot of names. They gave us some wiggle room. We pushed some boundaries. Yeah, it's it's tricky conversation. <laughs> it's actually not me uh, anymore. Speaking of boundaries, dude, I got really <laughs> upset when I drove by and saw that about six months ago. I remember hearing yeah. it was going to happen and actually seeing it. It's like what Oakdale Elementary or something now. Council uh, Oak. Council, Council Oak. Yep. What? Yeah, but All right. I mean, happy we, we didn't want to run this too long. Let's not talk. Yeah, about let's it. not do that. Let's <laughs> move on here. Let's move on. <laughs> Who's Aaron after? Uh, yeah, so Aaron, you're back on the clock here, doubling up, seven and eight. What do you got for us with your second and third pick? With the second pick, now this guy is a polarizing figure in college football, was a starting quarterback for probably the greatest one of the greatest dynasties in, in college football. I'm going to go with uh, Matt Leiner. Okay, I well, figured that's what you had to be going with. He uh national champion, Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, he's, uh, you know, for two time, first team, all American two time quarterback of the year, a lot, you know, there is some controversy, uh, around that team, you know, Reggie Bush, fake inning championships, Heisman, whatever. give him the do. Heisman back, man. Give him but it the back. guy, the guy was the starting quarterback for, for two of the, you know, best college football teams of all time. You can't, you cannot put him in this list. So I'm going to go. Uh, second pick, I'm going to go with Matt Liner. I agree. Okay. Don't mean to cut you off, but I had Liner pretty high on my list. So the one thing I wanted to say about him was that I agree 100% about where he's being placed, but the Heisman he won, he robbed from Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson's freshman year. Adrian's Highway track. robbery. 
<laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> I would agree. I would definitely put I would definitely put Adrian Pearson as one of the best college football players to never win a Heisman for sure. Without hundred percent, hundred percent. One thing I want to ask here, and I know we're trying not to factor in the NFL, but do you think the fact that Matt Leinard was a bust in the NFL that kind of hurts his legacy and where we would have him here? You know, like, do you think we would see him in a higher status and better light if he was? a seven-time Pro Bowl and Super Bowl winning quarterback in the NFL? Um, I don't I know. Mean, it kind of depends because there's a lot of guys. I mean, even on the list that we've already picked that were busting it, like Tim Tebow, uh, yeah. Johnny Manziel, Vince Young. I mean – There's only been one I mean, NFL MVP pick so far. Sure. Fair enough. I actually saw a stat today about quarterbacks that have been going number one, and it was like over 50% have losing records in the NFL. I believe it. I think one thing I'm realizing from this so far, most of these quarterbacks that are coming off the board here that were the great college quarterbacks did not translate that success to the NFL. And that's a lot of that has to do with, you know, being brought into the right um, atmosphere and and the right team. Going number one overall to a crappy team with no line. Yeah. It's tough to do. And, uh, you know, obviously a lot of guys fail and it's hard to get that second shot in in the NFL. Yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of a mental game too, you know, a little bit like baseball. If you're going out there and you can't read a defense and you're throwing picks and it's not working in the scheme and system you're in, what makes you think it's going to be any different with the next team you go to? You know, like if you're 0 for 1 and you got enough chances, man, it's tough to kind of mentally get yourself ready for that opportunity number two and make the most of it. Yeah, and there's got to be a confidence aspect and like to go into that. You know, you, you go in your first two, three years and fail in a, in a position where, you know, you never really had a chance like – Right, not going to go somewhere else and flourish. Right. It's not like playing on the line or playing wide receiver, you know, or run your route, do your part. If you see the ball, make the play. You know, it's a little bit different when you're quarterback and you're audible and reading the defenses and making sure that, you know, you're orchestrating the offense, right? I think it is definitely a big confidence game. So he's a very valid point. He's been crushing that Fox Sports game, though. Let me tell you. Yes, yeah. Fire as an as an analyst. <laughs> He's really good. He's really good. All right, for my third pick. Now I'm I'm going reaching out here. Um, he's he's not a power five guy, but numbers okay. are out of this world. I'm going. We going to Hawaii here? We're going to the great state of Idaho, baby. We're going oh. boys quarterback. Okay. Moore. I like it. Kellen <laughs> Moore was fifty and three as a starting quarterback. The, the most winningest quarterback of all time in college football. He threw 142 touchdown passes in his career. Uh, yes, he played in the whack, but he beat some pretty good power five schools uh, while he was there. Uh, three-time whack champion, two-time whack offensive player of the year. I mean, the dude put up absolute number. And it's not like here, you know, I was looking through this and I was looking at like, you know, Ben Roethlisberger and all these guys that played in these like uh, non-Power 5 schools. And, you know, they weren't really planning by it. Like Kellen Moore and those Boise State teams were beating really good college football teams. I mean, Power 5 schools. They were I in mean, BCS Bowls every year. They were in yeah. the top 10 pretty yeah. constantly. I mean, they were pretty, pretty nice. I mean, they beat TCU um, for, I think it was game. a Fiesta Bowl. Um, yeah, yeah, Fiesta Bowl. I mean, went on the NFL, had an all right career. Now as offense corner for the Dallas Cowboys, be a Super Bowl winning quarter coordinator next year. 
I think you had a better chance to win a natty at Boise State, brother. I mean, it's 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 tough. I mean, he threw he completed almost seventy percent of his throws, threw for almost fifteen thousand yards. I mean, the guy it's pretty remarkable. So I can't you can't put him off the list. Yeah, he's not a big name guy. Yeah, he wasn't in a power five school, but the 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 statistics say tell tell it all. So I'm going with Kellen Moore, the great Boise State. Love it. I like it. I like it. And number 10, that puts me on the clock. Um, between two Big 12 guys here. Ooh, I know which one Let's go with. Right yeah. Mm. Oh, there's a lot of Big 12 guys to pick from, honestly. Yeah, there's a lot of Big 12 guys that are kind of in this tier of should they be on the list, should they not? Give me RG3. We're going to go with Whoa. Robert Griffin III. What he did at Baylor was pretty special. He got the Heisman. The fact that he was at Baylor and not in Oklahoma or at Texas, what he did, pretty incredible. I almost, I'm not even going to tell took the him, other guys that took I was him number one toward. in the country that year. Yeah. Right. What Baylor did that season was incredibly unprecedented. They'd never been that successful in the program's history. Yeah. No, he, he, he definitely built something at Baylor. Um, he pulled them out of being. Bottle, bottom of the barrel Big 12 team that everybody likes to pick on. and Yeah, uh, down there with and, KU. Shout out, Peter. Hey, shout out. And, and, and now they're consistently uh, you know, a huge competitor in the Big 12 every year. And I think uh, yeah. he and some of the guys he had around him, like you know, OG Kush, God, uh, Josh Gordon. <laughs> Ken, Kendall Wright. Like, what is he about to say? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering where that was going to. <laughs> Corey Coleman, a few guys. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, they helped build a culture at Baylor, and I think that says a lot about, you know, a legacy um, outside of something like, you know, getting a national championship in the Heisman. So I, I love RG3 going right there. Okay, cool. thank you. Thank Couldn't you. beat the Cowboys, though, just saying. He could not. <laughs> also, one of the most memorable Heisman announcements ever Robert Griffin the third RG three. That that will be stuck in my head till the end of time. He had a good I, speech too. That was a cool ceremony. Yeah, he's, he's a smart dude. He's he's really he's a good dude. Yeah, and he's another guy that was kind of an NFL bust, but got himself back in hell the of league. a college career. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's being at least somewhat relevant with the Ravens. Yeah, creamy little gig backing up baby. Lamar. The yeah, getting package. some. Yep, I was about to say, getting that Heisman package out there without a doubt. Okay, number 11, Jack, that brings us to you. What do you got for us? Well, your RG3 pick kind of helped me decide on my pick because he's the mentor to my guy right now, and that is Lamar Jackson. Okay. Lamar Jackson, he had three outstanding years at Louisville. He... <clears throat> scored 119 total touchdowns passing and rushing combined um, passed for passed for over 9,000 ran for over 4,000 three seasons got a Heisman under his belt he never really showed up in you know a big bowl game and took them where they really you know hoped that they could go through him but I mean he was he was must watch football uh, without a doubt you know without a doubt Louisville seems to always have like one or two really big stars and he really elevated that from like, you know, it, it used to be like, oh, we got to watch Teddy Bridgewater play on Thursday night. But it's like, oh, no, Lamar Jackson's playing on Thursday night now. Like, I, hey, I don't I, disrespect I, Teddy too much. Him and Charlie Strong had that team looking pretty nice for a while. No, 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 no disrespect whatsoever. No, but I'm like, kidding. I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. It's a different level of athlete, without a doubt. 
Yeah. I mean, there, there's not much more to say about Lamar Jackson other than I feel really comfortable with him being a three seed. Definitely. Yep. I agree with you on that. I think he'll get a lot of love in the polls. Easily. Am I up? Yes, sir. That is you, sir. You're doubling down again. All right. This guy kind of fell, and I am surprised. Don't take him. I got one guy that I really want here with my last pick. Okay, well, he is not Big 12, so your guy might still be on the board. I'm going to venture out to the West Coast to Palo Alto, and I'm going to take my brother Andrew Locke. Oh, okay. I was wondering where that was going for a second. Great little career in the NFL for number 12. Uh, Tom, you can have my jersey number if you want it. (laughs) No, Andrew Luck, class act. I think, um, you know, it's not every day you see a quarterback firmly cement themselves as a number one pick. And Andrew Luck was one of those guys who everyone knew he was going to go one. He was a great guy off the field and on the field, obviously. Just no red flags. Can't go wrong taking this guy number one. And then he would go out on the field, run 30 yards down the field, and just truck someone. He brought an, <laughs> he brought an edge to those teams. And, yes. I mean, the chemistry with Griff Whalen, the roommate and everything, even watching Toby him. Toby Gerhardt. Toby Gerhardt. Those were some fun teams. I always loved watching Andrew Luck. He threw a crisp spiral. He was just the classic fundamental quarterback, and he was even fun to watch whenever you were going up against him like that uh, 2011 Fiesta Bowl. Is that right? It was a whole lot of fun to watch, and it was even better that their kicker uh, had to choke it real good for us. So, yeah, Yeah. I appreciate that. Probably biggest win in program history, at least in the last half decade. Peter, you've been hanging out with Colin Coward too much, buddy. Why is that? (laughs) Because I drafted a forwards hat guy. He likes the straight laced guys. He loves, he loves Andrew Luck. When you say like Andrew Luck's the greatest college football quarterback of all time, oh, that would not surprise me. Peter, yeah. I thought you were about to say, how often do you see a quarterback out there cementing defensive backs into the ground, laying hits on people? I thought that's where you were going because that's immediately what comes to mind when I think of Andrew Luck is him just laying somebody out 30 yards down the field. Oh, yeah. He was tough as nails, and I just loved watching him. I, I wish he was still in the league, and the Colts would be a lot better with him than Phillip Rivers. But yeah, here we are. Ultra idiots for signing um, Phillip Rivers. Yeah, another tangent know. here, but in what world is old man Phil going to be much better, if any better at all, than Jacoby Brissett? I mean, I thought Jacoby Brissett was pretty solid for them last season. Yeah. I agree. A lot, a lot of stuff that happened this NFL offseason made zero sense to me. I'm not, but yeah. that's like we said, a whole different discussion because definitely a lot of definitely. a lot of eyebrow raisers the past couple weeks. Yes, without a doubt, Peter. No doubt. Pick number thirteen, your fourth and final quarterback. What do we got here? Is the pick in? Ooh, the pick is in, and I'm gonna do this. There's one guy who should be off the board. And I'm sure he'll come here in the last few. Yep, leave him. Thank you. I'm going to go from a forwards hat guy to the ultimate backwards hat guy. I'm going to take Baker Uh Mayfield. (laughs) Had to do it. What Baker did in his college career is like nothing anyone's ever seen. Going to Texas Tech as a walk-on from Austin to losing his job to Davis Webb. Transferring to OU, walking in Bob Stoops' office, 
and telling him, I'm going to be your starting quarterback, and then going out and doing it, winning a Heisman, and you know, creating the success that he did at OU, it's hard not to put this guy in the top 16 QBs since 2000. I mean, he was fun to watch. I grew up hating OU so much. I wanted them to lose every single game. It didn't matter about the success of the Big 12. It, it yeah. mattered more that OU lost than Oklahoma State won at times. God, you yes. guys are such haters. Oh, I'm, I'm saying I was a super hater, but Baker... I just got so tired of hearing it. That was the biggest thing. Like, It wasn't like I wanted to root against the team or certain players. I just didn't want to listen to all my obnoxious friends that I know probably didn't even watch most of the game just chirp at me like, oh, you little brother, another <laughs> loss for OSU. Haha, <laughs> seven and five, we're 11 and one. Like, I just got so tired of it. I just hated everything about OU because all of these douchebag friends would lay into me and they wouldn't even know what they were talking about. Some of them. And it would just, I still don't care. You know, I, it doesn't bother me. Obviously, oh, as you can tell. Oh, oh. So. <laughs> yeah. Really, really cool and calm about it. <laughs> Very collected. I'm yeah. not sweating. No, Baker. in my forehead's not popping out. Heisman award, Maxwell, Walter camp, AP Player of the Year, two-time Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. That one play, PI. That playoff game against Georgia has to be one of the best games I've ever witnessed. Yep. Uh, poor old Sony Michelle had to end it the way he did, but <laughs> you Baker, hate Sony Michelle too. Him and Joe Burrow, those are like the two guys you don't like of all people. Why don't you like Sony Michelle? That's a very random player not to like. He yeah. thinks he's soft. He doesn't run hard, and he's a bad pick, and will never be a good back for the Patriots. Dude, he he gets he gets playtime for the Patriots. The dude's a hard worker. I agree. He's a hard worker, but Baker Mayfield was so captivating <laughs> that he convinced NFL GMs to take him number one overall, and he was a small guy. Hang on, he convinced John Dorsey and the Cleveland Browns. As you know, that is not an invalid statement, and I respect it. He was worthy of going top ten. Let's put a little asterisk by it because it was John Dorsey and the Browns. No, I have a little bone to pick with old Mr. Mayfield because I respect Ooh. him enough to take him very high in this past year's uh, NFL fantasy draft. And <laughs> he really, really um, didn't do great things for me. And with, with that pick going very high, I passed on a lot of great players, <laughs> and which uh, ultimately led to my demise as the loser of my fantasy football draft, causing oh. me to spend four and a half hours counting to – 5,500 on Instagram live. So <laughs> I ended up Did you call it 55? Because I thought it was going to 10. Well, it was supposed to, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Baker had enough respect for him, but ended up dropping him midway through the season because the dude was awful this year. Yeah. I feel you on that. My, uh, my big money league. I, I'm not even going to tell the details of the trade, but it involved me giving up Mahomes and receiving Baker. Oh, no. oh, my. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, so, Is hey, that I, at like 3 a.m. on a Friday night or something? No, I, I mean, there were little pieces involved like Josh Jacobs. and It, it, was, it, was, a, oh. it was a blockbuster deal, but I, I, uh, I was banking on Baker to be a top 10 quarterback. Yeah, him and Odell did not help me out this fantasy season at no. all. I don't even think he wanted to play football at one point in the last season. I think he just wanted to talk shit and be on TV for half the season. But I don't know. I love Baker. Baker's great commercials, though. Yeah. 
Great commercial. Some of those guy. progressive commercials are solid. I mean, I enjoyed watching his commercials more than I enjoyed watching him on the field, if that says anything about how the season went. He's good in college, though. Yeah, he was great in college. Rookie year was solid, so we'll see. Am I up? We'll see. It is you, Jack. Please you take it away here. Well, what, what better way to follow up Baker Mayfield than with his predecessor, oh. Kyler Murray? Okay. Oh, wow. Very nice. Tyler Murray, what, what he did last year at OU, um, you know, he only, he only had a one-year window to do it. Um, well, I guess, you know, he could have taken two, but why would he do that? Uh, picking baseball or, or picking football over being the ninth overall pick in baseball was ballsy enough. Um, and he went out there and he was better than Baker ever was. And, you, you know, you could argue that, Lincoln Riley puts those guys in the best system possible, which he does. But guess what? Great players play great in great situations. Like, what are you going to knock Tom Brady for winning six rings? No. Um, Last year, you know, Kyler was just the overwhelming best player in college football. Um, He surpassed Tua by week seven of that title. He threw for over 4,361 yards. 42 touchdowns, only seven picks, and then he did it on the ground by running for another 335 and a touchdown. Oh, I'm I am tripping, tripping. That was his Texas A&M stat. He ran for a thousand and twelve touchdowns. I was gonna say yeah. he's Sorry. gonna be closer Sorry. to two thousand than he is three hundred. I think. All right, excuse me on that. Um, so I, I mean, he he put up a great season for a running back at quarterback, while at the same time he was putting up one of the best seasons from a quarterback as possible. And I, I said last year, I meant two years ago. Um, I'm getting a little lost. I just miss football. Kyler Murray mm-hmm. is my number four pick. He's going to be damn fun to watch this season. If there is. Throw the ball Cannot wait. Oh yeah. That is a team whose win total is way lower than it should be. But that is like we've said many times, another conversation for another time. Cause I think that Cardinals team is going to be damn good, but I could talk about it for way too long. With my final pick here, number 15, I'm not sure how y'all are going to respond to this. I thought he would go. I thought he would go a lot sooner. I'm taking Colt McCoy. There it is. There it is. is. He got the natty with Texas. He did not get himself a Heisman, but he was always in the conversation. And the amount of games he won at Texas with Mac Brown was absolutely insane. It was really the last time that Texas was better than OU. And I think, He deserves a lot of credit for what he did with that program. And he's another one of those guys where he didn't work out in the NFL. And I feel like that subconsciously hurts how we think of how good he was in college a little. But regardless, Colt McCoy was good enough in our lifetime. He was a top 16 quarterback. Gotta be. Okay, define didn't work out in the NFL because that dude has gotten paid. He's still not on a roster. And and for a guy guy that size, yeah, he secured the bag. Him and Case Keenum both. Yeah, without a doubt. And Sam Bradford. And and Chase Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Bradford was a name that I thought might come on this list. It still could. Don't want to rule him oh. or rule him out here. Aaron's got one more pick, but I will say Cole McCoy would be a national champion if he didn't get hurt in that national yes. championship game. Yes. Yeah, they had banned. Garrett Gilbert 100%. came in there and just shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been a national champion for sure. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yep. I'm with you. Tough as nails. All right, Aaron. Bring us home here, Mr. Irrelevant. All right, with my final pick, Jackson, you said uh, that your pick might raise eyebrows, but my great friend Lee Corso says, not so fast, my friend. 
Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, this, this is going to ruffle some feathers, but if we're talking about polarizing winning quarterbacks in college football for the final pick, I'm going with A.J. McCarron. Oh, man. Oh, buddy. You had my hopes high. You had my hopes high. I mean, you talk about you talk about the prototypical system quarterback, probably the most prolific system college quarterback of all time. Two-time national champion. I mean, he was a Johnny Unitas Golden Arm winner, Maxwell Award winner, two-time All-SEC, first-team All-American. Yes, he could be controversial. Is he a good quarterback? Had great running backs. But, man, you're leading your team to two national championships. He's he's probably the most coveted Alabama quarterback of all time. Uh, I mean, I think two think should make it, the list before A.J. McCarron. Uh, Two didn't win two natties. Uh, that is fair. That is I mean, fair. Ugh. I mean, really attractive wife. I like Greg McElroy better if I had to go with the Bama quarterback here that I was picking. I mean, his statistics aren't terrible through his time. He, you know, his for, throughout his whole career, you know, had a almost 70% completion rating through 77 touchdowns. I mean, not awful. But man, if you're talking about a winning system QB, that I mean, he was extremely popular during that time. I know it's gonna ruffle some feathers, but when looking at this list, AJ McCarron, man, I gotta go with AJ McCarron. Uh, I I think the only reason I hate this pick is because <laughs> I, I I was at the um, the Sugar Bowl and OU beat him uh, and just oh, absolutely yeah. sunned him. So that that's my last memory of AJ McCarron. Other than I was him. wondering if somebody was going to take it there. I mean, I had to. I had to. I uh, but golly, there. I mean, if I had to throw some honorable mentions out there, which yeah, one that stuck out to me is Colt Brennan, okay. Hawaii quarterback. I thought somebody might take it to Hawaii at one point. Yeah, you you said you said that Jackson. He's on my list. We'll get there. He's on okay. my list. He uh, at fourteen, but I mean. I'm thinking of, if I'm thinking of guys outside of Power Five, Kellen Moore definitely takes the cake because of his. I mean, his stats are crazy, and he was beating Power Five schools um, on a regular basis. But Colt Brennan, I mean, tied for second most all-time touchdowns thrown in a year. I mean, he did go to a Sugar Bowl. It took quite a Sugar Bowl, but um, that was probably my honorable mention. And then, then second honorable mention would have been Graham Harrell, Texas Tech Red Raiders. Graham Harrell was one of my nice. honorable mentions. He was a G. There Jack, who do you have? You have anyone else on there? Who did I have in this round? That just just barely missed the cut. There's I, two guys in the same class we missed. Dude, I, I've got I've got a really long list, and I honestly have no idea what you guys are coming with for the next, you know, twelve rounds. So I, I'm not sure who's gonna miss the cut or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, you guys have Jake Locker? <laughs> no. no. Wait, wait, Jack, how deep are you going here? You realize we're just doing top 16 players, right? Matthew Stafford. 16 each, dude, that's 64 players. No, 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 no. 16 total. <laughs> Holy shit, how deep in your bag? <laughs> oh, my man was going in. I was going to say, when what? I heard Jake Locker, I knew something was wrong. Ooh. Dude, What? I mean, my list is still how I how I how I feel about it, but I was completely under the impression that 
Dude, this would have been a four-hour podcast. I would have been totally dude, down for dude, it. Dude, that, that's how I was sitting here wondering when you said let's squeeze it in an hour and a half. I was like, shit, are we gonna have to do two episodes? <laughs> dude, like I thought five. we were picking sixteen. Like here, uh, like, they're not gonna have I got my list of sixteen ready to go. I thought this was like uh, a fantasy uh, draft. Now, how do we feel about Jameis Winston not making the list? Jameis Winston and Mariota are two that I think we left off that yeah. Yeah. maybe no, should have cracked it. Winston, um, Mariota, Bradford. One that I really – actually, I'm going to say two that I loved. That yeah. I really wanted to put you know around my you know five or six seeds whenever I thought that we were going to 16 here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love Michael Vick, Pat White. Yeah. And two Pat White. White. He was on mine. I wondered if anybody else had Pat White. I do. I love Pat White. Dude could straight spin it. Yes, he could run too. That guy was—he was elite. He helped put West Virginia on the map for me. What about Carson Palmer? Oh, I was looking at Ooh. him as well. Oh, I, I liked Palmer. Alex Smith too, as an early two thousands guy. Ooh, okay. I had uh, Whedon on there, and I had Chase I had Daniel. Dan the yeah. man. Whedon. Chase, Chase Daniel, Daniel was good. Uh, if Trevor Lawrence would have won the Natty this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's a guy that I thought about on there, but I love Chase Daniel. I was convinced he was going to be an all pro NFL quarterback that was just going to be so dominant, have a 15 year career as a starter. And I was just way too big on the Big 12 when I was little because that was all I watched. But Chase Daniel was elite at Mizzou. I mean, he was elite. Yeah, he was really good. What about Sam Ellinger? Uh, oh, Sam Ellinger. Sammy E. You might want to leave the way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is what you call a joke. Hey, Reality, will you mute him? <laughs> Deducted seven points. <laughs> yeah, a few other guys I had on were like um, Geno Smith. Yeah. Brady, okay. Brady Quinn. Brady nice. Quinn. Jimmy Clausen. Troy Smith. Jimmy Clausen was, was going to be about my 14th seed. <laughs> Uh, Jason White, you could maybe put on there. Yes, he I was, was one I thought might come into it. Taj Boyd, he was pretty good at Clemson. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Taj Boyd was kind of like the great value to Sean Watson. <laughs> Honestly, he really Honestly. was. Like, he he tried to get him to that level, and then Deshaun came in and said, "All right, boys, let, this is how." CJ Spiller, he was nice with no, Taj, yeah, uh, with Taj Boyd. Teams. Yeah, yeah. I, and then Andre Ellington, dude, they put out some. NFL talent like the within yeah. this, you know. That was D Hop year, wasn't it? Or was he at was the Hundred Hopkins before Taj Boyd? I think he got one year of Boyd and then he got a year or two of no, 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 no. He uh, would have been Boyd. Boyd, yeah. Yeah, he uh, would have been Boyd. And then who had Sammy Watkins? Because Sammy Watkins was cold in college. I think Watkins I think was, was in between Deshaun Todd Watson Boyd, and DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. Yeah, I think he got a little bit of Boyd and maybe somebody in between. So Watson basically Boyd? Todd Boyd was the biggest fail of college football history because of all the weapons he had surrounding him. <laughs> hey, we could cut it that way if we wanted. I think oh, hold up here. No, <laughs> they were on the show. Boyd and Hopkins came in the same year, played three years together. And Hopkins oh, okay. Hopkins left after his junior year. Okay. Makes sense. All right. One more thing. While you guys are here, Aaron, we talked about this the other day. I just want to go through some of our all-time favorite Oklahoma State athletes. Oh, boys. 
What do you have another hour? <laughs> um, are we talking? Are we talking from all sports? Yeah, we can. We can just do whatever. I I'm gonna come up with three guys, and it's probably all gonna be basketball. Jack, okay, you kind of grew up a OU fan, right? Yeah, that, I, I I grew up an OU fan, and decided to go to OSU. So I love I, I love both teams. I, I root for Oklahoma, and I root for the Big Twelve. Okay. Pro sports are really my my thing where I I really have rivalries that I care about. Yeah. Huh. Well, feel free to add in whatever you want here or owe you guys as well. You could drop Kevin Book out and I would be thrilled. You remember him? Longar, Longar, baby. Well, Aaron, what do you got for me? For my three guys, I'm talking about like my favorite players ever. Mm -hmm. Um controversial man uh but justin blackman dude was my like my i think he's the best wide receiver to come out of oklahoma state hands down uh it's a shame that he uh, his substance abuse allowed him not to uh because i think he would have been a great like i think he'd be an awesome nfl so you think blackman was better than des yes in college college, yes absolutely i think he made whedon look better than he was i like whedon a lot but that dude could just chuck the ball up. I mean, Whedon could literally just throw it, and as long as he put enough air under it and threw it within five or ten yards of Blackman, it didn't matter if Blackman was double or triple covered. He was going to go high point the ball and go get it. I've, I've never seen anyone be able to do that like he did. I mean, he is one of two wide receivers to win back-to-back back to back Blitnikoff awards. That's a tough question. Uh, him and Michael Crabtree are the only two guys to ever go back to back. Really, dude was a freaking absolute specimen of a human. Uh, I think honestly he'd be a great. NFL. I mean, he went number five in the in the draft. I think he'd be. I mean, his rookie numbers in Jacksonville were pretty, pretty, pretty. I think he almost had a thousand yard receiving year his his rookie year. Hi. So I think he's the best. I think he's the best wide to come out. Did of you say today. hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. While high, <laughs> I'll have to say my my uh, fantasy football team name every year is Justin Bluntman. Um, so we'll go. You might with need that. to change it up so you're not counting to fifty or fifty five hundred. Hey, yeah. I will say, I have played in a championship game before, and I just start from the top and just. <laughs> so you do. You've been all around. Been all around the place, but my second guy. Going to the basketball court, it's honestly these two guys on that 04 Final Four team because that, like, my first yes. love was OSU yes. basketball, 100%. Uh, so I'm going with my guy, John Lucas third. Yeah. And you can't okay. go okay. with the great grind father, first team all defense. Yeah. First team all defense. My man's Tony Allen, the grind father, grit, grind. That was the team Dude. that got me into everything tony was Allen. Desmond Mason on that team yes, no he was. just a few years no? was he like oh five oh six then or was he before? Desmond Mason? He was no he was in the 90s way before yeah uh, that's on me oh, okay yeah you're right you're right because he was like a veteran on that thunder team that came over yeah he was playing the nba by then yeah so. you're right you're right uh, he was I'm like going backwards tail end of his career when the thunder moved yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that that's what rang a bell for me because I remember. Yeah. I think his last together. year might have been the year they moved to yeah. OKC. Yeah, I think that's right. 
who was the guy who made that shot? Like he threw Byron Eaton. Byron Eaton. That was the triple oh, overtime game against KD. That was crazy. Mario was Bogans crazy. was a force yeah. for OSU. And Dude, Bogans yeah. and James on Curry. Those two guys James were – that Curry team was the team. one that got me yeah. to basketball. Mm-hmm. Yep. They actually did – I think ESPN was it uh, – did an awesome article on yeah. James on Curry. Um, really? I, yeah, earlier in the fall. It was, like, really cool talking about how – I mean, he played at UNC, got in trouble with selling weed. Um, then transferred to like I don't know if you know if he even played at UNC, but he was like he was a top five player, like high school player. He was then, he like, broke MJ's all time scoring record for North Carolina high school players. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, then he was like got caught selling weed at like a high in like high at a out of school, like a high school or something, and ended up going to OSU. But yeah, James on Curry. I mean, those teams were uh, Marcus Dove, Janava Weatherspoon. Um, we're talking. Dude, you you spit out is like me going through like boxes in my attic right now. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot that those people existed. Someone's got to yeah, mention dude. Keaton Page at some point. Oh, Keaton Page for sure. A staple in Oklahoma Keaton State Page basketball was, was uh, Phil Forte before Phil Forte. Yeah, he was next level. I remember when they played Washington State in the NIT tournament. And I was always a little guy. I was always short, like way shorter than I am now even. And I remember watching, staying up late to watch that game. It was the first time I ever watched Clay Thompson. And Keaton Page was at the free throw oh, line. Man. And the Washington State fans were chanting, it's a small world after all. And I was just so triggered watching that. I mean, I was yelling at my TV and pretty sure OSU lost the game anyway. And it was the NIT. Like yeah. I was staying up Clay late to watch nuts. the NIT. Yeah, Peter, you recorded that game, I'm pretty sure, and watched it the next day. Because I think I talked to you about it in like, sixth grade math class or something that's probably right i have a weird memory of that do you remember the days of recording games and being able to like watch them and not know who won yeah that's weird a different universe <laughs> spooky yeah Very i got to spooky. the point where i didn't i don't or yeah i didn't like recording anything so i'm like i'm not gonna watch this know. if i know what happens it's just like there's no reason to anymore yeah yeah exactly Exactly. I am a. I will tell you what. If you guys want to rewatch OSU full OSU football games, follow this dude on YouTube called Big Dave. Because I am a weirdo <laughs> and will religiously. I'm telling you, I am a weirdo and religiously rewatch OSU football games over and over again, like full games. And I'm yeah. weird. I know I'm a weirdo and I know what what happens because I've watched it a thirty thousand times. But it's just right now, especially when there's no football or anything. I do. Right. It's, Now's it's the perfect weird. time to do it. Yeah, I, literally, I literally rewatched the Super Bowl last night. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching old Suns games. Right. I, I do that with the Thunder and the Chiefs all the time. I just sit there and I'm like, well, let's let's run this back. Yeah. Let's just throw it on. Like usually I'm cooking dinner or something and it's about the time the seven o'clock games are tipping off and it's kind of just the natural, like, oh, let's throw something on while we're doing whatever around the house tonight. And there's nothing to throw on. So I'll just, I've been on like a Brandon Roy kick lately. I've been watching old trailblazers and the four years that he played his highlights and old sun stuff, watching the Lakers knock the suns out of the playoffs every single year. Yeah. It's been fun, but it's been painful going back and rewatching all that. Dude, somebody dropped 47 on me in 2k with Brandon Roy, like a week ago. <laughs> rough. I just bought Brandon Roy's pink diamond card. I stayed up till like 3 a.m. Saturday night. I was bored. I was really bored. And how'd you feel about uh, old 
Devin Booker not wanting to play with the Suns on the 2K. Can you, you blame him? Video? Yeah, I can mean, you blame him? I, you got to bite the bullet and play with your squad, though, don't you? Not if I'm trying to win. Give me the Clippers. Give me the Celtics. <laughs> give me a lot of other teams first. Jackson, how are you going to feel whenever he goes to Minnesota? Minnesota? Okay, I get if you had Cat and you had D'Lo in a cool place, maybe a big city. Somehow they're in L.A. Sure, I'm scared. Minnesota? Pfft. He's not going to Minnesota. It's more likely that they end up in Phoenix than he does Minnesota. Okay. Let's trade Aiton for Cat. Figure out a way to get D'Lo in there. Give me, give me them. We don't need Aiton. Let's keep, let's keep Booker though, because if Booker's gone, dude. If I'm Minnesota, sorry, we're starting to talk NBA now. If I'm Minnesota (laughs) and you ask me for D'Lo and Cat and offer me your entire roster minus Devin Booker, I'm saying no. That's okay. I, I, that's fine. I don't think I would want to do that. I like Cat and D'Lo a decent amount, but I don't love them. I think Booker's the better of the three for sure. Oh, 100%. He's not better than Cat. Jackson, we can't let you say things like <laughs> it's more likely that both of them are going to end up in Phoenix when two of them are already in Minnesota, bro. Like, we just trade away. We just want to trade away. What we're saying sometimes. D-Lo's played like maybe 15 games in Minnesota. The Suns are not trading Booker. <laughs> the Suns aren't trading Booker. You know what? No, they're not trading Booker. I'm not I'm not even going to entertain that. He's, There's no way it happens. He's locked up for a while. Four more yeah. years. Yeah. Peter, who you got? All-time long. OSU. Um, Joey Graham, for sure. Oh. He's okay. got to be towards the top. Tony will be up there. And I mean, John Lucas was the OG, the one that got me into it, him and Tony. But Byron Eton, he had such yep. a dog in him that I didn't, I don't know. I, I just wanted to be like him, just barreling down jersey. the floor. That's that double cool. zero, right? Yeah, the double black zero. OSU. Yep. Yeah. You guys want to hear a funny story about Byron Eton? So I actually was the ball boy for the men's basketball team for like Ooh. three years. Uh, for OSU and uh, Byron Eton used to wear um, the headbands. And he wore this Jordan yeah. headband every single year. Yeah. And uh, after a game, I walked up to him. I was like, hey, Byron, can I get your headband? <laughs> Took that thing. I still have it you somewhere that in my room. sweaty-ass thing it, yeah, right I on your head. That- Took that thing out. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it on deck. Hey, your dad or your granddad was Pistol Pete too, right? He goes and yes, plays games with it. Yeah, yeah he wow. was. Uh, he was the first Pistol Pete to wear the the head. He was one of three guys to actually start Pistol Pete at OSU, and That's he. Cool. Uh, He's his he's in the Hall of Fame. So if you walk through in Gagariba through the through the Hall of Fame, um, his like old um, like Pistol Pete heads in there, his Spurs, everything like that. It's 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 pretty crazy. So he's hey, actually that's a pretty cool claim to fame. He's actually the reason why I was the ball boy for, for the team because we just had a drop. Like you know, my grandpa was Pistol Pete. You <laughs> play that card. You're so. hired. You pulled that out in the interview process? Yeah, I mean, it was the strenuous interview process. Can you wipe sweat? Yes. Can you hand water to referees? Yes. You're in. 
<laughs> Can you stand on your feet for an extended period of time? <laughs> yeah, dude, I I got a dark horse out of my favorite pokes of all time, and that's or of of our lifetime, and that's Zach Robinson. Oh yeah, Zach Robinson yes. was cold. Yes, like it, he's one of the guys that got me into football, especially OSU football. Yeah, no, I like. I grew up like I'd see all these, you know, uh, these guys playing quarterback, and I'd be, I'd want to, I want to be just like them. And Zach Robinson was definitely on that list. Yes, hundred percent. I Zach remember Robinson had a drip too. He was a yeah. pretty quarterback. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. He's nice. Like he was like, so nice. Eyes. I thought Zach Robinson was going to be a first or second round draft pick, and I thought he would be starting on an NFL team. And I remember when he went in the sixth or seventh round, I was watching the draft, waiting for his name. Just Patriots day after day. Patriots took him at the very end of the draft, and I was so defeated. He's I was a quarterback just coach like, somewhere, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he was he with is. the Bengals he's, for a minute. Yeah, he's still yeah. in football, but I was so convinced that that guy was going to be a legit NFL quarterback that was going to be around for another decade or so. And I was heartbroken when he never made the roster and was stuck on the practice squad forever. Sad stuff. Sad stuff. He, uh, he was like the first guy uh, that I can remember that would wear like the one sleeve. Yeah. And no, yeah. the other sleeve was, and he would wear the one, the one eye black. Oh yeah. He, had, yeah. Like, he only had it on his like left side. It was like the sticky one. You probably dreamed was, about that at night. Oh dude. And he had the visor. <laughs> Man, was icy drip. I mean, do y'all remember when uh it was a big, big game? I think it was probably Mizzou or Tech or somebody like that. And there was a fan, we we're playing away. I can't remember where it was, but there was a fan that had a laser pointer and they kept shining it yeah. on his face mask and they had to stop the game at one point. I vividly remember that for some reason. I thought that was so crazy. I'll never forget. It was Halloween, and we were playing Colorado. No. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Texas because I was at that game. We were playing Colorado, and he and Zach Robinson got smoked. And they brought in that kid from um, he was like from Las Vegas, like super highly recruited dude, and he sucked. And then that's when they brought Brandon Whedon in, and Brandon Whedon won the game, and that's how like the the legend Brandon Whedon was. <laughs> I remember that game. That was the Thursday night, wasn't it? Yeah, Halloween, and they—that was like the first time they ever. I can remember all black, all black, all black. Yeah. All black. Yeah. yeah, and they had like the black. Uh, they were used to wear the old like white helmets, and they had the OSU, but then they had like the black, uh, like filling in them. That was like yeah. that was like revolutionary for OSU football. That was when people threw us on Oregon level with the uniforms, and they were like, "All right, Oklahoma State's doing something here." That was cool. I thought sick. you were going to talk about the Halloween game when we played Texas in the Zach Robinson era, because that was the first <laughs> OSU game I ever went to. And I remember I was really? right on the age of, do I want to go trick-or-treating or do I want to go to this OSU game? And I chose the OSU game. And, oh, Never man, I think back. it was it was 41-3, to three, I believe, shortly after halftime. And we had good seats. And it was to the point about, I mean, real short after halftime. I was with my stepdad and his friends. They're like, all right, let's bounce. Like it's time. It is a 30 something point game. And I was so convinced Zach Robinson was going to lead us back. I was like, we are not leaving. They're going to come back. It's not over. Yeah. That one hurt. I will never forget that. Well, the thing about Zach Robinson is, is he's like, if you think about it, he, him like Dez and maybe like Kendall Hunter, those guys were like the first guys to really like, Put OSU on the map. map Think about it. Corey Lemon. Yeah, because there was so many. Like I was. I mean, now that there's no sports, people are throwing out stats, and you guys might saw it. It was like, um, it was like, oh, like winning production 
like based on recruiting and we were like top 12 wins with like the lowest recruiting rating and then even in the big yeah. 12 they posted it in the past decade yeah um, and, and tcu and, ou and somebody else above us k-state throw, also throw the uh throw the woods brothers in on that as yeah. well oh yeah miss those yeah. guys it, both Dez and, and uh, Blackman were three stars or less. I remember that. Washington also, I believe. Yeah, yeah Jamie oh, yeah. Washington was like a two-star. Yeah. I, 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 I want to say Dez was like up there maybe on recruiting. but uh, Maybe he got that backwards. No, Peter's right. I'm pretty sure Dez. Was he? Uh, Lufkin, Texas. I think all of the wide receivers we got for the most part were like two or three stars, and we turned them into big-name players, and it was kind of yeah. – I think that was also one of those things that helped put us on the map is we weren't like wide receiver you but we were we were up there we we're pumping out some big names for a while it still well, happened if you want to go with the argument i think osu should be up there in wide receiver you based off of like their statistics <laughs> yeah. um, but uh no you're, you're i mean i think the only big like highly tied wide receiver that's been super highly recruited is talon wallace i mean he was a four yeah. star and I think Stewart might have been a four star, but I'm not positive. Josh Stewart, he could have been too. Aaron, I was going to ask you, pick a Josh, Cooper or Stewart. Oh, Ooh. Coop, baby, Coop, baby, <laughs> come on now. I Man, mean, Stewart, both those guys Stewart, are cold. Stewart was awesome. I think it was like the biggest mistake of his life to leave school yes. early. Oh, but yeah. uh, dude, Coop was not like Coop was that escape blanket for Whedon, bro. Like mm. he. And that's the thing we were talking about is OSU always has that like really shifty escape blanket white slot receiver. They've always had it. And he was like kind of the first guy to be that dude. So I'm going to have to say Josh Cooper as my, my Josh of the, that realm. I like it. Great pick. Great pick. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So am I up here to give my top three OSU athletes of all time? Go for it. Hit me. All right, well, number one, we've talked about him already, James on Curry. you got to put him number one. He was one of the guys that really got me into basketball and OSU basketball. Number two, Keaton Page. He is in that same category. Both those guys were revolutionary for sports for me. Like, they really reeled me in. And then number three, I could go a lot of different directions here. Roderick Brown. (laughs) <laughs> oh that interception against oa or against ou excuse me oh my god um Roderick brown we're gonna go number three i gotta do it i'm just gonna say des and wow. everything the scandal that yeah. happened with des and everything that going on or everything that went on with him and robinson and it was shortly after the time that you know Gundy went on the "I'm a man, I'm 40" rant, talking about switching to Zach Robinson at QB and everything that happened. The Des Bryant thing, how good he was in all of the drama that surrounded him, really was the first time that I saw kind of the beast that the NCAA could be with the scandal and should we suspend him? Is he done for the year? Is he not? That was one thing that really kind of shook my world with college sports. So I got to throw him in there because I'll never forget that. I would the jump ball, Des baby. Yep he he, was he made the animal. goal line fade. Um, what's the, what's the word? Efficient unstoppable yeah, highly absolutely. probable yeah i mean no one was gonna out jump him and out and out muscle him to the ball i mean the dude like blackman was just athletically different than everybody else on that field 
Nobody's mentioned Marcus Smart yet. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Smart was another that was up there. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. I don't know. LeBron Nash. Oh, Marcus. My. I don't know. Marcus was great. I think he could have. I had a little bit higher hopes for Marcus, maybe. Um, I think I definitely agree, but I think part of that definitely goes back to old boy Travis Ford because yeah. what he did with some of those teams. I mean, you give Eddie Sutton, Marcus Smart, and LeBron Nash, yeah, and Phil Forte, and some of those others, Markel Brown. You know, it's scary what he's going to do. And I think Travis Ford kind of soiled some of those teams, which yeah. hurts my opinion of Marcus Smart a little. Aaron, I know yeah. what you're saying. I think a lot of us, well, myself thought Marcus Smart was going to come in and drop 20 a game, but we quickly yeah. learned he wasn't like the go-to type scorer player. type. And yeah. so that's just kind of, that just killed it from the get-go. Well, ne- and now you can definitely see that is very relevant in how he is in the NBA now. I mean, exactly. he's a great player. I think he, oh, 100%. I mean, if, the, if the NBA wasn't, you know, not canceled yet, but probable, uh, I think he would have been, he should be, and I think he would have been in main discussion defensive player of the year. And that's just who he, I mean, great grind, 3 and D guy. I mean, he's de- developed three ball. He's um, got the OSU DNA, and you can tell. Yeah, yeah so I, I, I think he'll be first team on defense. He'll, he should he'll, be. He definitely, now looking at the NBA, you can see how that translated. Now, I tell you, who's going to be a great, is that man Kate Cunningham coming in. Oh, for sure. Ooh. I mean, different. The boy's different. I saw he's posted as a number one pick in the next draft. Yeah. Well, yeah, OSU, OSU has the National Player of the Year from the United States and Canada coming in next year. Think about that. Didn't they get Lamont Evans and then they're just continually dropping bags or what? Yes. I'm just telling you, hey, you want to talk about dropping bags, buddy. <laughs> We're going to talk about dropping bags. Oh, Lawrence, Kansas. They got some pretty good car dealerships down there, don't they? Oh, <laughs> no. The car dealerships are in Norman with Rat Bomar. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, let's hear your top OU guys. No, this will be top OU guys? Yeah. Uh, Baker, for sure. Yeah, no. Baker's, num- Baker's number one just because same build and um, – I guess you could say I tend to be a bit of a backwards hat guy sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I said this earlier. He's living my childhood dream. I'll continue so I don't sound like too big of a douche. Plus, you had his face mask in high school. I remember going back and watching you play. Hey, one second. And you, and you oh, he's going to grab it. The Baker Mayfield <laughs> face mask. Oh. oh there it is. <laughs> Throw that Edison, tried, Edison tried to take this back from me. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep that. <laughs> got to keep it, bro. <laughs> That's um, legit. Baker. Roy uh, Finch. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Adrian Peterson for sure. And then I, I think I'm going to stick to uh, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Really? Yeah. Huh. You got to. And and it's it's hard to put explanations behind any of those guys, and and like I said, I grew up watching OU and OSU rooting rooting for both teams. I could never pick a side. Yeah. Uh, but like o, OU was always just so much fun to watch, and I decided not to be a hater like Jackson. Where's Damian Williams? 
Dame Dash, dude. Dame Dash. Okay, I'm gonna say this once, probably never again. Should have been the Super Bowl MVP this year. So oh he yeah, can, he, he can uh, he can ride with me on all my Chiefs favorites, dude. Like I, I was so glad his career got re- like like got saved by the Chiefs. I was cracking up when um, now I, I was previously employed by the University of Oklahoma athletic department, so I'm going to tread lightly here. But uh, <laughs> I I was cracking up when Damian Williams, you know, went off in the Super Bowl and stuff, and all these they all these OU fans were I'm like, yeah, Damian Williams, running back, you, we got Damian <laughs> Williams, not realizing. I would say eighty percent of them had no idea he even played for OU for a year, and he doesn't. He only played for OU for a year. It's like okay, well now we can we can claim claim Tyreek now. If that's the case, we can claim. We're not claiming Tyreek. We're We're not claiming Tyreek. That's the difference between OU and OSU. And don't get me started. OU would be claiming Tyreek. We're not. I really liked Ryan Broyles. Ryan Broyles is my all-time favorite OU player. Where's he at now? He was with the Lions for a while, right? He was their number three, and then yeah, now, now he's he the XFL, isn't he? Now XFL? No, I, I, I think that I think I saw that he was like considering the draft, but I don't think he ever went through with now it. Now he has some bars in Norman. Uh, I, I think the dude just owns property on Campus Corner the now, porch, and he's baby. making bank off that. Really? The porch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he owns nice. the porch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a yeah. had a couple nice afternoons there. Well, the one time I went up to Norman, they took a they took a nice chunk of money from me there last Bedlam. Yeah, so Lord. props to you, Ryan Broyles. Dude, it's a good spot to sit yeah. and drink when the weather's nice. There's no doubt. I'll about tell that. you what, my favorite OU player, uh, like in any sport, is Buddy Hield, bro. I I love Buddy Bucket. How can anybody hate on Buddy Hield? I am I yeah. am I am con- like convinced Buddy Hield will end up on the Thunder somehow. I, I'm right there with you, 100%. Can we pay him a little uh, less? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, can we rework that contract before we do it? Well, I think he I think he expects too much for his play. I mean, I know he's a three-point champion, three-point specialist. He's awesome, can get a bucket no matter what. But I think he has the bands maybe a little too high. But uh, His game's limited, but he's great. I, I mean, I think he's I, a great role player. I would love nothing more to see Buddy Buckets in a sunset orange uni on a sunday imagine after. a two that could actually knock down a three instead of wow. roberson or Terrence that Ferguson. hey 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 lou dort's like a b minus three in 2k <laughs> okay i do like lou dort as lou a two dort, i will baby. say that Short season all about it i he, miss sports he's a creamy little player <laughs> i almost forgot lou dort was even a thing right now i'm just so long-term focused right now i've been watching so much highlights and old stuff that i forget current things have still happened yeah and, it feels like a Brenus is like our option as a shooter off the bat yeah yeah i, I mean watched, it feels like i'm about to go flip on the wizards and gilbert arenas is going to be their point guard or something i watched the um kd versus russ reunion game highlights and Ooh. i can't tell you Damn. I'm coming. Now, I'm coming. How bad of a team that Thunder team was that yeah. next year after, like, I mean, bad. Like, there's those lineups out there where it's like, how we even made an eight seed is crazy to me. And that right. just speaks to how great Russell was that year. People will argue Oladipo, but Oladipo was not what he is now. Or no, he was he was that, that half year. of what he is now. And, and Oladipo credits Westbrook to him making that leap in one season. 
Uh, yeah. Can we settle? Just one? learning how to be aggressive. Can we settle one debate that I've seen online over the past few weeks? And it was who's better at their peak, Westbrook or D Rose? Like, is anybody delusional enough to say D Rose? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna plead the fifth here, just for sake of argument. I need to uh, time. We can do a hot take hoops episode and argue. It, but <laughs> I am totally down to talk about it on I there. Do it. I think it's, it's a tough argument because you're looking yeah. at Rose in a vacuum and whether you mean to or not, you're looking at Westbrook's whole career kind of subconsciously. So I think it's kind of tough to say. <sighs> Are Man. you saying like, take- I, I, it's just hard to compare because the eye test of Rose and Westbrook, I think they're very similar. And if anything, I think Rose is a little bit more calm and collected, obviously more than a little bit, but I think that helped his game and made him better than Westbrook in the big moments. But at the same time, you look at Westbrook's numbers compared to Rose's and it's so hard to even make that Rose argument. But at the same time in 06 and 07, playoff games were ending 80 to 75 and now they're ending 125 to 18 and it's just hard to really look at numbers and make that argument but man the eye test it's hard for me not to say rose it really is jack for another day i'm not gonna lie i think the stretch from january to kind of recently was possibly the best of westbrook's career with like with houston with the Rockets? Yeah, yeah where because... he's leading the league and points in the paint per game. I think that yeah. may Incredibly have been... Incredibly efficient. Because they gave, they, yeah. they've given him what Presti never could and like was just shooters around him, you know? And it opened up the paint, and he can expose anybody one-on-one in the paint. It's, I, I agree. I've been, I've been very pleased with watching him since January. And uh, obviously, I'm thunder over... Russell Westbrook any day, but as soon as the Thunder get knocked out and the if if the Rockets are hanging around, oh yeah, I think the Rockets will be knocked out before the Thunder, and that's another hot take for another time. But I don't see the Rockets sticking around long in the playoffs. I I hope. Well, I'm trying to say this as if the playoffs are going to be salvaged, but like if if the slim chance they do, please give me Houston OKC first round. Inject that into my veins. I want them. You know I can't what, even think what, what the seeding is right now. You know what I would love is I know they're like if they start right now it wouldn't happen, but I would love to see a Dallas Mavericks Thunder first round playoff series. That'd be dope. just, of all the just for the sake fans. of like all of my friends that are big Dallas Mavericks fans yeah. that yeah. would change their Instagram and Twitter handles to KD left, Russ left would be nothing more than <laughs> enjoyable to watch to see the Thunder in a first round series against dallas that'd be I awesome with that statement i'd get behind that i would but i know the that. seedings are all i mean if they started today what okay would be okay she's a five four five and then dallas is a seven five the yeah. they could have gotten the four spot had they beat utah on uh, yeah the night the round of night the uh, night you know i have a Jeez. i have Earth a 40, still i have a 40 minute interview sitting in the sitting on uh in the Dropbox, waiting to put out with somebody who's worked for the Thunder about that night, and I, I guess I should just go ahead and put that out eventually. What you um, waiting for? Now's a pretty good time to do that. Yeah, I think I'll get on that this week. Do it uh, for the brand, baby. Yeah, uh, on Hot Take Hoops, it's 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 pretty juicy. I would love to hear that. 
100% get that out soon, without a doubt. All right, gentlemen, let's bring it to a close here. I think, uh, is there any final thoughts, anything that we missed, any OSU athletes, any all-time QBs, anything that's crossed y'all's mind since we hit it that you want to throw in here? I want to do we dove deep. We went deep. We went deep. I want to know what you two have been watching. Just give me one rack. Best thing you've watched. Movie, TV, doc. Give me an idea for the rest of the week. Um, If you haven't seen Tiger King, please watch oh, it. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, I'm currently watching Ozark Season 3. I got one episode left. Um, And currently, I mean, yesterday, caught myself watching Rocket League Championship on ESPN. Oh! So, uh, that was a first. Uh, Basically, anything that comes with competition, I'll probably watch it. Um, (laughs) And then, kind of did a little peek of the 2K, uh, NBA Player 2K tournament. Kind of boring. I watched uh, Montrez. Montrez Harrell and uh, Domas Sabonis last night. Y'all see what Trey Young did to Harrison Barnes? ridiculous yeah you're being about like 50 that's crazy so those are the things that i've been watching um nothing too exciting just just hoping and print i know uh i think i saw on on twitter that they're gonna ultimately decide on college football at the end of may so hopefully uh they come bearing good news with that because that would be awful <laughs> we don't have yeah. to think about that nope <laughs> let's not even go there let's not even go there jack um uh, as far as what I've been watching, I'm not, I'm not, dude, I'm not a big shows guy. I don't have the attention span for it. I don't like, you Fair know, enough. I, I, I found it through Breaking Bad and I couldn't even get through Game of Thrones, but uh, there, there, there's, a story, there's a story you guys really should check out. It's this uh, young kid who um, gets drafted, but he sat out the, uh, he sat out March Madness because he had a dispute with his coach, and that's uh, the 2K My Career. This kid named Jack Hale. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's basically what I've been doing in my free time. I was really wondering where you were going with that. I was no, like, dude, I don't know what he's talking about. It's the story, but I don't. Why would you? I'm just sitting back. I got time to kill. They, they, did, a good job. they did a good job with the storyline this year in 2K. No doubt about it. <laughs> He got into Man. a dispute with his coach. Is that what they do? <laughs> yeah, dude. So, so they pulled. Uh, they pulled my. They pulled my homie scholarship because he got hurt in the conference championship. I mean, like he was already on the bench. But like, that's realistic. Dude, it was messed up. So you know, you had to fight. <laughs> Very <man>. realistic. <laughs> and then the coach who it, it, he's played by, what's the famous actor? Um, no, he just he announced he got coronavirus. Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks. No. Idris Elba. Uh, yeah, he, he, oh. he plays the coach in the 2K. Uh, no way. So it's pretty solid. And then he shows back up. He gets a he gets a coaching job in the NBA. When you say he plays the coach, does he just do like the voice animations or? I mean, the, like it, it's literally modeled after him. Like it, it's that's so weird. Animation. That's he's playing a fictional character yeah, in a sports video game. But hey, it's 2020. That I, is I a hell of a story, it. Jack. I might have to tune into that. Yeah, dude. Go live, go live. <laughs> Set up a Twitch account. Yeah. I just got the starting spot, so we're about 18 games into the season. Okay, go. so you're locked in for a long night then. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on, both of y'all. I think we did a damn good job with that college QB draft, and 
we will see what Twitter has to say about it. Yes, sir. Without a doubt. I'm excited. Thanks, boys. Wash your hands.